0: This is a Federal News Network podcast.
1: The Army is taking a fresh look at the IT systems that underpin its financial management. Even though the service has already invested billions of dollars in enterprise resource planning systems, it's looking toward a future where its business systems are more agile. The work is part of a new partnership between the Army financial management and its IT officials. To learn more about it, Federal News Network's Jared Serbu spoke with Greg Garcia, the acting Army CIO and with Jonathan Moak, the Principal Deputy Assistant Secretary of the Army for Financial Management. You hear Moak first.
2: The genesis of this was that when I, when I was appointed in October of 2019, I came into the organization, uh, Assistant Secretary for of, of the Army for Financial Management, Comptroller, and really just did an organizational assessment of where we were with people, process, policy, and technology. You know, just getting back to the basics, looking across the entire span of the organization to understand... Why are we not auditable at the Army uh, and and the broader DOD? So uh, that was kind of the the question I was seeking to answer. And as I investigated and talked with folks in my organization, really understood that we needed a broader financial management transformation strategy that really got at the enterprise uh, level and brought in all of the experts across HQDA together to be an all-hands-on-deck approach. So uh, I charged my team with with going out and trying to build a a finance strategy, Uh, you know, as Title 10 requires our office to have a five-year strategy for financial management, uh, optimization and transformation anyway, improvement. So this was part of that. Uh, And so we we implemented Army Finance Strategy 26. It's a five-year plan to get there. It looks across uh, broadly our workforce. It looks at our technology and how it supports uh, the financial management community and our asset management systems as well. And it also is going to look at our, our business processes. You know, we have thirty-year-old business processes and a fifteen-year-old uh, inventory of systems, if you will. So as I started to wrap my head around this, I knew that I would need technical experts like uh, John Bergen, who's my financial information management leader. Uh, he's he's quite a, an asset for us, and then also Greg Garcia at G6 and CIO. So I started reaching out to the CIO shop as soon as we stood up the CIO as a principal official at HQDA here. We understand that uh, in the private sector, CIO and CFO partner together is the relationship that really drives business transformation because technology has to be the base uh, of that transformation strategy uh, with workforce development and business process reengineering being key parts of that. In the federal government, we also have that that policy piece that we have to add too, so we make sure we get statutory law and all the applicable policies in place too. So that was really where, where Greg and I started to con- converse on this.
3: And Greg, if nothing else, it seems like this uh, portends good things in terms of compliance with FATARA, because you're at least nominally accountable for all of this IT spend that happens in the financial management world. I mean, I think it's a billion dollars a year just on ERPs. So so as this partnership gets tighter, maybe talk a little bit about what that does for you in terms of being able to run the Army's entire IT infrastructure like something like an enterprise.
0: Jared, it's always great to see you, and uh, thanks for having us. And it, it really is a partnership. Uh this role of Fatara and really seeing, seeing, assessing and directing all IT spend across our, uh, our Army is really the focus of the new principal official of the CIO. It's really about $19 billion uh, of all IT across uh, the Army and really this this view of uh, that the FMC brings of dollars and cents financial strategy really is coupled with our digital sense in the SE sense, right? So how do you get a platform with services and capabilities that help you do the analytics of IT spend? Uh, We're also in the process of implementing IT category management with some very great results. Seeing every dollar that's spent in IT uh, across the army, categorizing that into services against uh, standard service levels, and looking for derivation from best contracting practices. So we have a great partnership between our Office of Business Transformation, our contracting folks, and the core of the uh, FMC team and the CIO to bring that to real capability and make real policy changes with oversight and governance. So it's a very exciting time as we look across the budget cycles to see ourselves and ensure that every dollar we spend on IT, both from a CIO view and a CFO view, is bringing the results the Army is desiring. How much work have you gotten
3: done in these, I mean, I think it's fair to say, initial stages in in mapping out what a future financial management IT landscape might look like?
2: Yeah, uh, so we, uh, early on, realizing that this was going to be a Herculean effort, we went to the Under Secretary of the Army and asked him, along with uh, Robin Swan at OBT, to kind of figure out a path forward. So we we took that all hands on deck approach and, and we established an enterprise business systems multifunctional capabilities team. So it's co-chaired by myself and the commanding general of Army Materiel Command, General uh, Ed Daly, and um, along with our technical advisors, the CIO and uh, Greg Garcia here, and. And other technical advisors as well. Uh, We have a team of software developers, the acquisition community, the finance community, the personnel community, logistics community experts. uh, The PEO EIS is helping us as well. And we have this matrix organization that is seeking to build the capabilities requirements document as we uh, move into this uh, DoD 5000.75 BCAC process. So, you know, the end goal is that we want to find that enterprise business capability uh, that's going to have a modern digital platform that serves us for the future so that we can begin to organize our data. Data quality is first and foremost. It's it's sort of the uh, uh, principle number one, if you will, for us and also looking at how do you then align personnel to that and then align the policy to that uh, as well. So uh, in OBT be taking on business transformation efforts for that and trying to help us re-engineer our business processes. So, it really is going to be something that takes leadership all the way up the chain to the Secretary of the Army. Uh, and he's on board with this, along with the Chief of Staff of the Army. And the Undersecretary is really driving this. So, we're very excited
3: about it. And and when you talk about building an enterprise business capability, I mean, basically everything you just said was, as far as I understood, it, supposed to be what we were doing when we transitioned the Army from, quote-unquote, legacy business systems to, quote-unquote, modern ERPs. Maybe talk a bit about why the ERP modernization path that the Army has been on doesn't get you where you want to be.
0: Jared, I think what you will see in the market space is this evolution of capability. As you know, this all kind of started with uh, maintenance and logistics planning that developed into this genre of ERPs. And there's a lot of research now that talks about the pluses of a single monolith ERP and the future versus having sort of core business practices and sort of having agility and innovation to couple that, you know, the the, the so-called post-modern ERP. With the development of the digital world and microservices, containerization and innovation, I think what we'll see over the technical landscape is this desire to be more agile and having a single monolith ERP may not be the best technical solution it may be important to have the ability to innovate rapidly as our world changes. As you see our national defense strategy, it's very going to be a congested contested world out there. And we need to have agility also in our war fighting systems, but also in our business systems to capture that innovation in quick spirals. And so that's really what I think uh, the advice from the CIO to the FM community is we want to help them be agile and prepared for the future and offering them to think about the configuration of capability versus the customization of capability. That's a big element of uh, agility is the ability to consume services, not have to develop and test and field con- uh, customized configuration. So I think that's gonna evolve as we go forward, but it's sort of an exciting time to rethink based upon modern digital capabilities and services the best way to be effective and efficient.
1: That's Greg Garcia, the Acting Army CIO, along with Jonathan Moke, the Principal Deputy Assistant Secretary of the Army for Financial Management. You can hear more of their conversation on this week's edition of On DOD. That episode will be available starting tomorrow at federalnewsnetwork.com/ondod or subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.
3: Looking for holiday gifts for less? Come to Ross and say yeah! To making your dollar stretch on name brand toys, clothes, and gifts. Get the gift of savings this holiday from Ross. Yes for less. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, confirm you've entered their contact details correctly. And finally,